Hello everyone, this is Thomas and Christine Erdos. And you're listening to Love's Fire. Hey everyone! Welcome everyone to another episode. Yes, and our apologies. Last week we did not post an episode. Sorry. Things are getting real around here. Baby is due in just a couple of weeks, which is so, so exciting. Um, we haven't yes. told you guys her name. We've announced it online and to family, you know, in person and whatnot. But her name is Zion, Zion Mariah. Mariah. And we're really excited to meet her. Yes. And I know a lot of others are as well. So, yeah, so that's kind of, we've just been preparing for her and just doing other things we've felt called to in this season. And sadly, we had to put the podcast on hold last week. But here we are, and thanks for joining us. And thanks for your patience. Yes. Yeah, last month was a super busy month. Yeah. And a lot of amazing things, a lot of challenging things. Yeah. But a lot of breakthrough and good times with Jesus. Yeah. So praise Jesus for that and for more breakthrough on the way. Amen. And for all of you. Yes. And anything that you're contending for, we say yes and amen. Thank you, Father, for being there with them and whatever they are in, uh, yeah, just desiring or, yeah, healing and wholeness to each of your bodies, breakthrough and finances, and yeah, thank you, Jesus, for providing in healing and providing in provision and in your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um... Yeah, and whatever you're contending for, if you want agreement, then please put it in the comments. Yeah, we'd love to agree with y'all, yeah. and it gives a chance for other people watching now or later to also agree with you. So thank yeah. you, Jesus, for yes and amen. You know, this is one of my favorite verses on prayer. First John five fourteen and 15 says something to this effect, that this is the confidence we have in Him, that whatever we ask for according to His will... He hears us, and we have what we've asked for. Amen. And so, uh, it's so powerful that when we know we're praying according to His will, which how do we know what His will is? It's through the Word of God. Yeah. Uh, so, when things line up with His will in the Word, then we can be confident that He hears our prayers. And if He hears us, then He will give us what we ask for. Yeah. Something really neat we heard recently at a conference, um, Brother Curry Blake talked about how the word is sometimes called also like the last will and testament, right? The new, well, the New Testament is like the longer name of the New Testament is the, the last will and testament. Like that's, yeah. I know I didn't know that for a long time that a testament is, is actually a, a will. Yeah, which in our terms, we know a will when someone passes, like a will is now what is promised to whoever they promise things to. And it's like Jesus promised so much to us as his children. Yeah. And like basically if we see it in the word, that's a part of the will for us and to take it personally as we would a will. And it's like, and someone did die, Jesus, and he rose again, and yeah. he promised healing and wholeness, and he promised like so much. There's so much in the word that is as if you were looking at a will promised to you. And I just thought that was such a neat way to look at it and a way for us to take a hold of it. So speaking of taking the word personal, um, I wanted to read Psalm 23 over us and kind of read it in the way that we like to personalize scripture um, we did this actually before pressing record, and I was just 
overwhelmed with um, just with Holy Spirit's presence. So I wanted to read it over all of us. So the way a lot of times if it says like the Lord, we like to make it personal because we know that we're not just reading the word like Jesus is right here with us. And so it's a conversation. And so I like sometimes doing like this. So you are our shepherd. We shall not want. You make us lie down in green pastures. You lead us beside still waters. You restore our soul. You lead us in the paths of righteousness for your namesake. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, for you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. You prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You anoint our head with oil. Our cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we will dwell in the house of yours forever. Amen. Amen. So good. This is just something God's been putting on both of our hearts. I know recently I had a dream where I was like laying in a green field and um, just a, even, you know, with this season that we're walking into of about to be welcoming a new baby and just, you know, we've been contending for healing in our bodies and we've been seeing breakthrough in some areas and can still contending in others. But to just grab a hold of this promise and continue to speak this promise that what 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 is God doing in the midst of all this? Like He's the one leading us beside still waters. He's restoring us. He's leading us in the paths of righteousness. Like He, no matter what we're walking through, we're not going to fear. He's with us and He's comforting us and He's guiding us. And the truth is, is that we're healed and that everything that He has for us, that it's mercy and it's goodness that are following us. Yeah. And so, did you have more on this one? Yeah, I mean, um, it's amazing, like a shepherd, um, you know, of course, I've never been a shepherd myself in the uh, traditional sense of having sheep, but we... Uh, had goats. We've, we've had, had kids. We've had... Uh, <laughs> kids before this I've kid. been around goats at times. <laughs> um, I've even milked some goats. Um, <laughs> have not milked any sheep. Thankfully, I don't know if it's any worse than a goat, but anyway. Uh, Tell us more. <laughs> uh, moving on. So uh, the point is, is that especially with sheep, like uh, the sheep, they don't need to do anything for themselves really, except for eat. And yeah. And the shepherd leads them, the shepherd takes care of them, the shepherd protects them. Right. Like the sh sheep, sheep aren't smart. Right. They just follow the shepherd. And, uh, Here's a humble pie for today. <laughs> we have the mind of Christ, but honestly, he wants us to rely on him so much like a sheep would a shepherd. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, uh, so yeah, the, the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want, yeah. which means we shall not lack. Like, yeah. Uh, sh there's no... Um, there's nothing missing. Yeah. Like the Lord provides, the shepherd provides everything the sheep need. Yep. And uh, or and leads them to the, you know, the green pastures besides still waters. Yeah. And so. Uh, Which is food, water, 
rest. Yeah. I was just thinking like green pasture. What does that mean to a sheep? You know, or yeah. Anyways, it's like food and rest and water, like everything that you could need. Yeah. All our need. I mean, it's like Matthew six, you know, uh, of, uh, you know, when Jesus talks about like, uh, you know, if your heavenly father provides for the, the birds, the air and the grass, the field, how much more will he provide for you and how much more value are you than they right you know he didn't die for grass he didn't die for birds he died for us though yeah and if he's given us like as our father if he's given us given us jesus how much more will he freely give us all things with him yeah and uh you know i think that's romans eight twenty nine, if i remember right and so he he's with us he's for us like that's this is like a psalm of his presence in the sense of like You know, he's the one that's always with us. And why will we, we will fear no evil for you are with me. Yeah. And so it's like, um, it's so amazing. And so, so yeah. And then we were listening to, uh, lately I've been really um, blessed by uh, Rick Pino's new album, uh, Alter Sessions, I believe it's called. And he has a song in there called Psalms. And he's like, Part of it, he's singing Psalm 23 and about yeah. you make me lie down in green pastures and you store my soul. Yeah. And so it's like, how do we receive that? How do we walk in that? It's through uh, fellowship with him, through his uh, awareness of his presence, um, you know, or practicing his presence, as Brother Lawrence would have said, um, which all that means is just practicing an awareness mm-hmm. that he's with me like if i've forgotten if my mind's not on it it's like okay thank you jesus you're with me right now yeah like intentionally like putting your attention on him yeah because like my you know christine and i can buy can be driving in a car together and we can be right next to each other and we could be in completely different place right uh in our minds right i could be focused on my phone he could be focused on the road and it's almost as if we're not together and that rarely happens, thankfully. <laughs> but if, but like that as an example, like that, I'm not saying we're perfect. Of course, there's times where we have, there's other things going on. But just as an example of like when, yeah, like so, that, just the awareness. Yeah. So practically between us, practicing his presence would be like, hey, love, how are you doing? Right, right. <laughs> what's going on? Like, yeah. what's on your mind? Yeah. Or like, or just saying, I love you. Yeah. And so I'm putting my attention on her yeah. or she puts her attention on me. Yeah. And so like that's wow. that's all practicing his presence yeah. means, um, which I mean, that's an old term that might sound religious to, to some if you haven't heard that before. But whatever you want to call it, like uh, he's always with us. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. Yeah. And so it's not a matter of is his presence with us, it's a matter of are we aware of his presence with us? And yeah. so it's as simple as putting our gaze on him, our attention on him. And um, he loves that. He loves spending time with us. Yeah. And even like being aware, it's like he could be, like Thomas could be aware that I'm in the car with him and yet choose not to put his attention on me. So also the aspect of choosing 
to put your attention on God. So you could, you know, in one way you might think it's religious to say practice his presence, but I could argue that it's also religious to just say, yeah, well, he's always with me and yet you ignore him. (laughs) So that might've sounded harsh, but I just was thinking about that concept of like, you know, we have to be careful to call something religious and not really look at the heart of it and actually evaluate the way that you may be treating a truth. And so it's like, obviously, when we're saying practice the presence, we don't mean it um, in a religious way. We mean truly, like, like genuinely practice his presence, like put your attention on him. And um, I liked when you were actually saying about asking, like, you use the example of like asking me how I was doing. And uh, I was just thinking a lot of times we ask, we tell God how we're doing. (laughs) But one thing I want us, I think is really amazing to do and I've done before and I've been surprised at times with the answer is ask God how he's doing or what's on his mind. And it's amazing. Or I think, I think the first, maybe the first time I did it, or at least maybe it had been a a while since I had done it and oftentimes his answer was you (laughs) oftentimes like we're what's on his mind um which you actually do see in the word like how precious are his thoughts for us and it's like every good thought that could be thought he's had of us I've heard some say which I know is taken from the word you can probably help me out with actual scripture reference there but um I just I thought of that just concept of us actually asking God what's on his mind. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so, so here it says, makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides, besides still waters and restores my soul. Yeah. And so, um, and he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff that comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. And so, I mean, there's so much good things there, but I want to focus actually on you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Yeah. Because it, uh, you know, brings me back to... Um, we're not as believers we're not defined by our circumstances we're not defined by our our feelings yeah we're defined by the truth which is jesus because we're in him and he is in us and we're joined to him in one spirit with him and so uh you know sometimes uh it's uh you know things come up you know, some, as we're growing, there's times when we don't see what we want to see and what we know Jesus paid for, and or we haven't seen it yet. And so it's like that's when it's really important to to keep our focus and attention on Jesus. And so, you know, even even this morning, you know, there's like uh, at one point when I uh, was just kind of like. Um, just not I took my attention off of Jesus and I t- put it on the circumstances and what we weren't seeing happening yet and was uh, you know not that fun to be around <laughs> <laughs> and the way I put it back on him was through worship and praise yeah and so like we were I mean we were like we didn't have a lot of time in the morning because we were going to the chiropractor and so we 
Uh, but like, just like in five minutes, you know, before we um, left, like I just put on some some worship music that has been like speaking to me, yeah. which was Altar Sessions, was, actually. Yeah. And just like in that five minutes, I encountered God and, and experienced his goodness and his love and my perspective was was completely changed. And then I was probably a lot more fun to be around. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> I feel like every now and then it's like one of us and it's like God knows what we need. It's like one of us will be in like a good like faith headspace. <laughs> and then the other one of us is sometimes like, you know, like the the attack for our attention is going on. But that's the beauty of having, you know, believers surrounding you. So it's like... Like there's a scripture of um, about like basically how like not good it is when you one someone falls and has no one there to pick them up, and so it's like it's just important for just us to all have grace on each other too. Like when one of us is like feeling full of faith, like <laughs> and let you know, and the person near you is kind of in a stinky attitude like to have grace on them because there could be a time where you're the one with the stinky attitude <laughs> and you're gonna need them and whatever god's you know doing in them to minister to you and so anyways iron sharpens iron so yeah and there's times where i'm not fun to be around too <laughs> god is faithful he is faithful and you know and the amazing things like yes it's like one aspect is community is so important. Yeah. But at the same time, like, he is our shepherd. Right. And we go to him. Right. And uh, and so we can't. And a lot of times it's. I mean, a lot. I mean, I, I know Dan Muller talks about this a lot of times, but a lot of times we don't need prayer. Right. A lot of times we just need a perspective change. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, I. This morning I didn't even pray for you, I don't think. I think I. I. Because I woke up like worship like I put on worship music with a lot of times it's actually Thomas's go-to I like to wake up slow and silent and, and then like eventually I'll put on worship but this morning I wanted to like listen to worship and so it's like you know there's also the aspect of not necessarily that I needed to like minister to you or you needed to like come to me or let's say I was a friend that wasn't in the house. It's not like you called me, but it is good to have good examples around you of like how to react when life gets hard, you know, and like, cause it's like choosing to worship through that like you've you've like sown that into your life like that's part of like with me like I I know how powerful it is when I start my day off that way and I've seen it in your life too so it's like both and like do like it's the Lord is our shepherd he's the one we go to but it's also both and it's good to surround yourself with examples of what to do yeah and um yeah, so practically that, uh, how do we change our perspective? By changing our focus, our attention. And so we put it on Jesus through praise, through worship, yeah. through song. We put it on Him through the Word uh, and on the, His truths in the Word. Yeah. We put it on by speaking the truth yeah. out loud of just like, you know, 
Christine read Psalm 23, personalizing it yeah. over us, yeah. speaking to God, the Father. And so that's, yeah. those are all powerful ways to change, to align our perspective with His perspective. Yeah. And um, that's something we want to talk about in the next podcast as a little teaser, how faith speaks. Yeah. And so I love, uh, you know, we had, we went to our, um, the Habitation Conference at our church uh, what, two weeks ago now, or a week and a half ago, and um, Corey Russell really shared an amazing, uh, you know, a lot of amazing things, but there's like a phrase he said of like, talking about David, that as a shepherd, he got so lost in God, with no one around him, like he, no one knew about him, so to speak, uh, people weren't coming to him as, you know, a great man of God, he was just a young Shepherd boy, yeah, um, and uh, and he, he in that time he got so lost in God that a nine foot giant looks small to him. It's so good because his perspective, <laughs> right? Because God was so magnified in his perspective that yeah. he could see everything else clearly. Yeah, and when other things look big, that means our that means we are we've lost our focus we've yes. lost our attention yeah and we need to magnify god through praise and worship speaking the truth yeah and so that's what we get to do in christ yes. and that's what we get to um mm. walk in and we don't need to look for other people's attention yeah or their praise or their accolades yeah. uh we get to receive that from our father and he's yeah. uh you know, it says in Ephesians 1.3, this is one of the things you're talking about, that he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Yeah. And so that word for blessing means speaking well of. So if he's ble- that means he's spoken everything good he can about us. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we get to receive all that from our Father, and that sets us free to love people regardless of whether they like us or not. Yeah. Yeah. So good. There's another thing recently um, uh, that... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, we've gone a little past the time we had anticipated. Honestly, I, I think... I just, sorry, that was, I said that about the time. I was like, wow, I didn't think we'd been talking that long. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's been a while since we did a podcast. We're getting excited. <laughs> and we've just been filling ourselves up with so many good like teachings and things that I feel like now we're just like, oh, here, you guys. <laughs> but... Uh, there was something that recently was said that just reminded me, it connects with what you're saying, how Corey was talking about David, how his perspective of God made a nine-foot giant look small. And um, recently, Brother Curry Blake, we went to, anyways, we really hadn't been to many conferences in a while, and then we went to two, two weekends in a row. And so this is this is us uh, giving you what we received. <laughs> and a little, so a little taste. A little it. taste. And so I just connected something Brother Curry said with what uh, Corey Russell said. And he also talked about actually on the negative side of possession, how possession is influence. And when it was broken down that way of like, basically, what are you letting influence you? What are you consuming that that's actually another word? To be clear, like demon possession is what he's talking about. He was talking about demon possession. But as he was saying it, I took it also as the flip side of if we want to be possessed with the right viewing of God and we want to be possessed with faith and with truth, 
then let that be what is influencing you. Let that be what you're consuming. And so it's obvious that David was consuming the right view of God and that idea of who God was possessed him so much so that he was possessed in a good way to go against a giant because that's what it influenced him was the right view of who God was. And uh, he that also helped him see himself the right way as if it didn't matter how tall he was or what he was capable of. He knew that God was inside of him and that he had covenant with God. Yeah. And so I just connected those two together with like what we let influence us, which honestly, it's wild how quickly that can affect you. I'll say just yesterday, I had already been feeling like God was telling me it was time to become laser focused on what I wanted to see in life. And basically, I want to be prepared well for our new baby. And I also just want to see more of God in our life. And I felt like he was telling me that I needed to be more laser focused, which is just about, you know, again, about influence. And so I had time, you know, a little break in my day to watch. I wanted to watch something um, while I took like a little lunch break. And uh, I was about to just watch, I don't know, something like a recipe video. And then all of a sudden, I just felt like God reminded me of what <laughs> about like filling myself like with the right influence. And I listened to this like um, incredible just like um, testimony instead and it's just like I've seen the difference just since watching that. It's like so many other like amazing things have followed. And just like I just feel like it really affect it can, it can affect us quicker than we may realize. So just as an encouragement <laughs> if anyone needed to hear that. Yeah. Amen. So if God is for us, then who can be against us? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. You're with us and for us. Yes. So do you want to close in prayer? Sure. Yeah, so we thank you, Father, that you are our shepherd and that we shall not want. We thank you that you truly do lead us beside still waters and you lead us to green pastures, that there is no lack with you, Father. Thank you for all of us choosing to put our awareness on you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your grace. Thank you for the way that you do. It's it's a leading of yours, Father, and thank you that we will we will say yes to your your um, beckoning call. <laughs> thank you for the way that you never stop pursuing us. That you know, just like reckless love, that there's no wall you won't kick down. <laughs> that you're coming after us, and that we yeah, there's no we could never go too far from you, Father. So we thank you for the grace for anyone listening that feels far from you or like they haven't put their attention on you. Yeah, we just, we put that off. That's that's not who we truly are or who you created us to be. You created us to be one with you. And the truth is each of us were created to love you. And we do love you, Father. So we bless everyone listening to receive your grace over their hearts that they want to be with you. They want to put their attention on you. And forgive us, Father, for times where we have given into distractions. And thank you that we can just repent and turn from that and walk towards you and walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, we love you all. Love you all. Bless you all. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.